the other incumbents are not willing to do it, not willing to spend the money only if they're pushed to do it, and you've got someone that's willing to do it, there are so many more services my company and other IT providers can offer having that service go out to other areas. You are listening to episode 171 of the Community Broadband Bits podcast from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. Hello, this is Lisa Gonzalez. We often speak with CIOs, information systems directors, and elected officials in communities served by municipal networks. But once in a while, we get to speak to business leaders who are taking advantage of community broadband. This week, Chris speaks with Tina Mooring, store manager of Computer Central, a local business in Wilson, North Carolina. Tina tells Chris how her attitude changed from skepticism to support for Wilson's Greenlight Network. She offers a firsthand account of how a local publicly owned network reached out to work with the community business to help it meet the needs of its customers. The Community Broadband Bits podcast offers unique commercial-free coverage you won't find anywhere else. We bring you these stories commercial-free, but they are not free to produce. Please take a moment to donate at muninetworks.org or ilsr.org to help us bring you more stories that you won't find anywhere else. Now here's Chris speaking with Tina Mooring from Computer Central in Wilson, North Carolina. Welcome to another edition of the Community Broadband Bits podcast. I'm Chris Mitchell. Today I'm speaking with Tina Mooring, the store manager of Computer Central in Wilson, North Carolina. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for coming on. I've been aware of your firm for a while because we track the uh, the municipal networks around the country, and I've always been very interested in how local businesses could take advantage of them and use them. Uh, so maybe you could tell us a little bit, tell our audience about what Computer Central does. Well, I'll kind of start with what we did do and then kind of lead you up to today. Our business was fix and repair, break and fix, contract services, and then Internet. And there were three equal parts of our business. So early on, the Internet was a huge part of what we resold. Currently, we're a managed service provider, hosting client software and doing their hosted backups as a DR site for them. So um, we've kind of shifted gears in the last uh, few years due to green light. Can you tell me a little bit about your initial reactions? Because as you said, you you originally were providing Internet access yourself. Uh, When you learned that the city was planning on building this new green light service, uh, this fiber optic Internet throughout town, uh, you know, how did you react? I was frightened because it was a part of my business. It was one third of my business. And I just felt like that my government was taking over our private industry and felt like there was something that we needed to do to save what we had. And so um, being frightened was our first experience with it. Um, But with the good leadership that they've got with the Greenlight team, we've been able to come together and work on a collaboration of their services and our services and to be able to sell it and be able to... um, install new customers um, and, and introduce customers to the green light service. And what does that mean in terms of um, the collaboration? I mean, do they do things special for you that they that they don't do for any other um, business? Or, or how does that work in practice? Well, we have clients back up their computers to us. They, they have an on-site premise backup. And we are their extra backup in case something happens to their building. And whatever 
pipe is available at the time that we're doing the backup, whatever is available or left over that's not in use, my clients are able to connect to me faster. The more clients I have connect to me faster, we back up their data, then I can go on to another client. So it's really opened us up to having additional clients to be able to back up at all times during the night. So we've been able to grow our customer base. Does that mean that if uh, if one of your clients has uh, an internet connection, maybe that uh, maybe they're paying for um, you know 50 megabits or something like that, do they connect to you at faster than that in the middle of the night then? They do. Um, we've actually even got a gigabit connection to us, and so um, they can, uh, whatever pipe's available, you know, to what the customer has is what we're able to back up to. They're able to back up the computer central too, so we're able to do more clients simultaneously uh, with that connection, that pipe there. And how I'm curious how it worked. Did you did they reach out to you, or did you reach out to them um, after they got established and and try to repair that that bridge that um, that the lack of trust that you started with? Honestly, it, I think everybody didn't know what direction to go on the city's end or and on our end. What can we do? And they have some very um, intelligent, smart uh, people that work with Greenlight that you know said, hey, you know. There has got to be something that you can be offering with this broadband speed that that we're able to provide. There's got to be something that that we can do and collaborate together. And so we talked with some of the other um, people that do the same kind of work in our industry in a group setting, and they said, why aren't y'all doing backup? You've got that amazing speed there. And so it kind of just a light went off, and, and it kind of went from there from hosted backups to hosted services, hosted servers and hosted application so it just kind of springboarded from there and so is your business healthy again now i mean you i'm I'm assuming that you don't have very many um customers that you're still providing internet access to at this point the only internet access that we're providing right now is out into the rural areas that can't get any internet we've got a high speed to the water towers in the rural areas and shoot wirelessly to homes and businesses that are in areas that green light nor any of the other incumbents can reach. So very few there. Our biggest flagship is being able to do the hosted servers now and the hosted backups. So we were able to replace that income and increase it for having that backbone, you know, and having that great service. And is your business limited by the limitations that Greenlight has? I think Greenlight can't go beyond the, the county borders right now under state law. Absolutely. I've got clients that are just begging for it. Please, you know, we want you to host our stuff. Their um, current internet providers are not willing to go out and give them any kind of faster speed. There's clients that have been there for years and years and years that can barely get um, a little bit over ISDN speed. So, you know, they're begging for it. And so you have spoken out now, I think, against the restrictions in North Carolina. Can you just tell us what you think about um, the restrictions that limit Greenlight? When Computer Central started doing wireless Internet, we were doing it because we knew there were so many businesses that were out in rural areas that couldn't get any high speed. And it was kind of trying to get the momentum that our former Governor Purdue was trying to do, get high speed to everybody. Well, as it is now... You know, if the other incumbents are not willing to do it, not willing to spend the money, only if they're pushed to do it, and you've got someone that's willing to do it, there are so many more services my company and other IT providers can offer. 
having that service go out into other areas. One of the things that I'm I'm wondering about is uh, there's a number of I think firms like yours around the country and uh, and as you said you know you you speak with this group of of business owners that are like yours. Um, what advice would you have for a, a different city where they may not have this relationship? How can they go about you know have, creating a relationship li- like this with a local business? The IT world is a huge arena. There are many clubs and alliances that a lot of the distributors are starting, and they really will work with you to you know, help you with your business model as a managed service provider and disaster recovery backup center if you've got high speed. So both the city leaders and the businesses need to come together and say, hey, you've got something that I can offer you know, use us as an example. We we're making money because we were able to utilize utilize our services and, and, and vice versa. So don't just close that door. Have that conversation and, you know, include your local people. They're your taxpayers. Actually, I have one other question that, that popped into my head, which is, you know, I could um, you know, probably pay Dropbox or someone else. What's the value of working with a, a local firm like yours rather than going to some, you know, faceless corporation on the Internet to get my backup? The brick and mortar, having someone to go to and say, hey, I need my, my information or, hey, I need you to restore this information. You can put your information anywhere and they all have the um, credentials and the uh, Sorbane-Oxley and all the other certifications behind it, but they're not going to take that data and put it back on your hardware if you have a failure. You need to have someone that, you know, that's got your best interest at heart. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was Tina Mooring, store manager of Computer Central in Wilson, North Carolina, visiting with Chris. You can follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at CommunityNets. Please continue to send us your ideas for the show. Email us at podcast at muninetworks.org. Thank you, BKFM B-Side, for the song Raise Your Hands, licensed to Creative Commons, and thank you for listening. Thank you.